What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Bleacher Banter Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. It's your host, Tommy Buns, here with Sully and Jones. Another packed episode for you. We're going to talk a little NBA bubble. We're going to talk some NFL ratings, some Madden ratings, some NFL signings. We're going to get right into it, though, right away with the Madden ratings. Madden ratings came out, and there were some absolutely preposterous ones out there. Whether it's the rankings of the quarterbacks based on the ratings whether it's Saquon being listed as an 89 and then bumping it up. A lot of things went wrong with this. We have a bunch of new members of the 99 club. What do you guys think? I know we got Mahomes. We got Gil- Stephon Gilmore. We got Christian McCaffrey, all part of the 99 club now. I think all three of those are deserved. What do you guys think? Gilmore, really? I didn't I didn't see the Gilmore one. Yeah, um, 99. Was Darrell Revis ever a 99? Cause he must have been. Yeah, if he yeah, was, he must have been. then I don't think anyone can be now. But that's interesting. I didn't know Gilmore was one. Uh, you see, they made uh, Josh Allen has the strongest arm in the game. Has a stronger arm Rock than Mahomes. The game. Yeah, well, Mahomes is only a uh, is only a uh, ninety seven with the arm. I think. Yeah. Well, that's probably wrong. I mean, I think Mahomes should be a ninety nine. Um, not that Josh Allen can't be a 99. I don't know who has a stronger arm. I, I I don't I don't know. I know Josh Allen's arm is wicked and it's not very talented downfield. He just he can really fling it. And we we know Mahomes. I mean Mahomes can probably throw what 80. We think he can hit 80. Yeah, I think they. Yeah. I, I think that video he did. I think it landed 77, but whatever. The dude threw the ball out of the stadium. Yeah, um, and Josh Allen. Josh Allen's the bigger. He's like the beefier. I mean, Mahomes is is no stick in his own right, but I think Josh Allen is a little beefier. I wouldn't be surprised if he's right there with them. You know, Jay Cutler always had a cannon. Jay Cutler had the strongest arm in the league for the majority of his career. But yeah, Jay Cutler had a absolute. If if Josh Allen thing. had a little more swag, he he would be a very good Cutler comparison. Oh yeah, and he's got yeah. the face. Yeah, he's but got, he does have the face. He's got the face. He's got the, eh, meh, don't care. Yeah, but you can't have that type of swag coming from Nowheresville, Wyoming. just doesn't happen. It's not well, tall. You can't teach that. Well, Cutler was Cutler was at Vandy. Yeah, Vandy's like the preppiest. Vandy's definitely better. Yeah. I was just watching the interview with uh, PFT and, um, what do you call it, Big Cat and, and Jay Cutler. I don't know when it was from, but I was just. I need more Jay Cutler in my life, and uh, yeah, it wasn't just... that long ago. It was like it, it was. Oh, post- he's talking about the. He was talking about his chickens getting killed. Yeah. No, no, no. That's something. That's. Oh, there's a new one. He was that? on. He was on part of my take in like early June or late May. Well, the the chickens and everything is absolutely the greatest thing I've ever seen. I I, I live for that. I don't know which one. This one is from like before the Super Bowl that I saw. Then I then I there's another one I need to see, but it was just so funny. Apparently, some guy came. They're like, "Is it true that some guy came up to you at a at a urinal and was like, hey, Jay, I went to Vanderbilt.' And he just goes, "Don't care, <laughs> <laughs> don't care." And he goes, "I'm not saying that I did say that or that I didn't say it, but that sounds like something I'd say." 
<laughs> yeah, I, I saw that interview. It was it was fucking fantastic. Yeah. Every second of that. Uh, I don't know how you could dislike Cutler. I was always a Cutler guy like, throughout his career. There was never was, a point. He never had an like, offensive line. Yeah. He got he never, killed. Like, like there go, yeah, you were sacked nine times versus the Giants. He goes, no. He goes, I was sacked nine times in the first half versus the Giants. He's like, and he's like, it's kind of impressive, really. He's like, he's like, it's hard to do. He's like, the guys blocking just have to be like, yeah, don't don't block at all. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, really, I mean, you may only have four, 40 dropbacks in a game. Let's say you have 22 dropbacks and a half. Nine of them are sacks. 50 percent of your dropbacks are sacks. Like, and that's that giant, that giant percentage, line, bad. That's good. ungodly bad. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that good that Giants D line, but it was good. But uh, yeah, nine, six I mean, and a half good. He had a good rec- he had a couple good receivers. He had Marshall, but I mean he never had a line. He was just he was just a sitting duck back there. I always wish he got a better shot with more talent around him. He yeah, did. like they were talking in that interview if if Mike Shanahan would have stayed there with uh, Marshall and everything. He, he goes like they they everyone kind of thought they they were gonna have something special because he his best years were in Denver. Yeah, he also on. he also talked about. I don't remember if it was when he was a. It was right when he was negotiating his new deal with the Bears, and he was considering going to Washington. The Redskins, yes, because Shanahan. Shanahan. He still says Shanahan's the best coach and guy he's ever played for. Yeah, he said Shanahan threw the craziest parties. He goes, he goes, he'd give, he'd give you TVs. He said he'd have you know cars for you to drive you anywhere. Like after the party, like he he said he was like the man. Yeah. I love to. They, I'd love to be a fucking fly on the wall in one of those parties. I can only imagine. Yeah, honestly, looking at Mike Shanahan, I, I, I really wouldn't think that. I mean, I don't know. He seems like a. Not that he doesn't seem like a player's coach, but he seems. He seems like a more happy version of Bill Belichick. Yes, yes, that's yeah. that's exactly it. Because I was gonna say he seems. He's got a little Belichick in him. He's very. He's got one face, and he doesn't really change it, and it's just his face. Yeah, he's a more he's a more approachable version of Belichick. Yes. So uh, when I heard that, I was like, wow, Mike Shanahan doing it right. And then you have Kyle. Kyle's like the good looking younger. He's the, you know, sexy. He was always a sexy offensive coordinator. And then he becomes this coach and he's wildly successful as a head coach. And I'm sure I'm sure he's very similar to his dad in in those pro player ways. Who do you think got laid more, him or Cliff Kingsbury? Cliff. Cliff. Cliff's so good looking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'd fuck yeah like kyle's like kyle shannon's like debatable like i mean like i could see some people being into him and cliff is like yeah cliff is cliff's definitely very good looking cliff's got the house too though he's got a cliff house definitely yeah. fucks his house is his house is sick and also the thing with cliff is like cliff really wasn't like he was in college like he was like wasn't anything that special and like then he just like gets a job in the nfl and then like you know like, then he like, gets his sexy quarterback and like they're turning it around they're, they're turning it around he's gonna, he's gonna be successful like he, he is like i i don't know to what degree but he's got his quarterback he's got his receiver now in hopkins he's got his running back in drake <laughs> and, uh, and i forgot about move. they didn't have any of those players in a few years ago they had a banged up david johnson uh uh Chip on the shoulder of of Josh Rosen, and they had an aging Larry Fitzgerald. Now they replaced it with uh, revitalized Kenyon Drake, DeAndre Hopkins, top three receiver, and Kyler Murray, who's like five ten and is just looks like he's going to be an incredible quarterback. 
Yeah, Cliff really turned there. Was he single in college? Had to be. He was definitely banging students. He yeah, definitely I, oh was. Oh my god, yeah. Definitely was. Yeah. How how old was he in college? He he's like 30, 30, he, that must have been but but then again, he would have lost his job, I would think, if pe- people found out. Is that a conflict of interest? Are you not allowed to do that? I don't it think might it be. Is. Yeah. It's not like a, it might be. <laughs> One of those is, that like a, is that the same relationship as a as a teacher student? No, 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 it's not. It's definitely not because if he's not a te- What's the protocol on a teacher in college having a relationship with a student that's not his? I think it I think it's acceptable. I think it's just frowned upon. Yeah, it's not like like you can't get fired for that, right? I don't know, but I do I do know though we didn't hear anything, right? I don't think, you know, we, we weren't, you know, directly in that campus, but I think if he did it a lot enough, then the numbers would be pretty high and it would really be a bad aura around him at the minimum. And I never heard any, you know, anything. I mean, but, Lane, Ki- Lane Kiffin had a fucking fake Tinder account that he was banging right. girls with. Joe, <laughs> Joey <Wait>. Freshwater. <laughs> I forgot that Cliff Kingsbury was a backup in New England and won a Super Bowl. I, I, I completely that. forgot that, that was the thing. He also, his career NFL stats, um, uh, 0-0 for touchdowns and interceptions. He has 17 passing yards and a 79.2 passer rating. It's not too fucking bad. You know, well, he's, he's clearly a Super Bowl champion. Yeah. Yeah. He's got 17 passing yards more than me, so. And he's got a way hotter wife than I'll ever have. Yeah, Mrs. Kingsbury's having a nice little life for herself. That he is. She is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he was at Texas Tech uh, when he was 33. So yeah. That's when he started. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I would I mean, say I'm sure he definitely uh, there was definitely a few. Yeah, exactly. There's de- there's no way there's not a, there's not a few on the, you know, on the old belt. Where was he yeah. before that? He was at Texas A&M. He was the offensive coordinator. And then in 2012, and then he was in Houston from 10 to 11 as an offensive coordinator. And 08 to 09, he was a quality control coach in Houston. What the fuck does a quality control coach do? Mm, no one knows. I, I, I mean, like, like really, I mean, I feel like at every job, there's like there's like one, whether it's a, the secretary of a secretary or there's like an assistant to the assistant or, or some shit. It's like, what the hell do you do exactly here? <laughs> I, I like, what is the quality control? Like, what, what are you making sure? Are we talking about the, the, the player's quality of life? Are we talking about the quality of their reps? Are we talking about the quality of that they're not being overused? Uh, if, if someone told me, like, I'm the, I'm the quality control uh, associate at, Texas Tech, I'd be like, oh, like you are an uh, equipment manager or yeah. like, are you equipment? Do you like pump up the balls so the, the the balls are good quality? I would think it's probably more equipment than coaching. I, I honestly have no idea. I wouldn't I even have know where to start. One. It seems like if you're going from that to offensive coordinator, it probably has something to do with coaching, but who the fuck knows? The guy. That is, that is a very valid point. Okay, so here it is. A quality con- control via Wikipedia, so we take it with a grain of salt. A quality control coach is a member of the coaching staff of a gridiron football team, not anyone, a gridiron football team, whose primary job is to prepare the team for a 
game beginning sometimes two or three weeks before the actual game. Their primary duties include preparing for the game by analyzing game film for statistical analysts. Analysis. So they're 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 film junkies. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, okay, that makes I'd have sense. no. There's no way I would have put two and two together there. Yeah, I would have never arrived at that conclusion, but I get it. I mean, it's very important now that I yeah. now that I know it. I mean, you're yeah, you're the I, film guy. Now I understand why he went from quality control to offensive. Yeah, you're just you're just you're just cranking out film at from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. Yeah, the old Eric Spolstra role. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, hey, that sounds like a good gig. I didn't get into watching film, and it seems to work out for those guys. Yeah, I mean, you could definitely move. I like, I yeah, you you could definitely make a name for yourself. Like you're you're coming off pretty smart. Like you know, he when he winds up in the three technique here, he's you know he likes to you know he likes to spin right or spin, like if you're knowing this shit and you're saying this, I'm gonna be like, wow, this guy sounds really smart. Damn. Yeah, if I'm it's some prob- NFL player, like it's probably an easy way to get people to think that you're you know more than you do yeah. you know it's like it's like having a british accent you know you just sound yeah. smarter and that 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 i don't know that just makes me remember when with the whole jamarcus russell thing when when they gave him tapes and oh he wasn't God. watching them and and they said hey jamarcus how did those tapes go what'd you watch he goes i'm watching blitz packages and they were empty tapes <laughs> completely <laughs> blank that's so. so I guess I guess Jamarcus Russell could have been great. I really do. Like he was watching nothing. It it's not even like they put something at the end of the reel and we're like, you know, Jamarcus, say this code word that was at the end of the reel. He just w- didn't even put them in his VCR. Didn't, yeah. he, didn't even consider it or DVD or whatever. I get 2007. They still had VCRs back then. What do um back to the matting ratings real quick. What do we think of Rodgers only being an 89? Uh, Deshaun Watson only being an 86. Those are those are two questionable ones. Whereas you have, uh, so I'll run it down real quick. We got Mahomes at 99, Wilson 97, both fair. Uh, Lamar Jackson at 94, maybe could be a 95 or a 96 because of his run game. Uh, Breeze a 93, Brady a 90, and then Rodgers an 89. Matt Ryan in 87, Watson in 86, and then, you know. I think Brady's too high. I I know. I was just about to say, I don't know how you could possibly look at Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and say that Tom Brady is an individually talented player because. Especially in Madden, and same with Deshaun Watson. And I was saying before we got on, I'm not the biggest Deshaun Watson fan. I know he's great, but, um, you know, a pocket passer in, in in the NFL today, and, and, and Madden especially is very one-dimensional. I mean, you're not running for 20 yards with Phillip Rivers. I'll give you $100 you run for 20 yards with Phillip Rivers. Like, someone like Lamar, to Tom's point, could be much higher because of his run ability, and he had much better accuracy. And then Deshaun Watson, another dual-threat guy, Aaron Rodgers, extremely mobile. Tom Brady can't move for shit anymore. He, he, he can't He did run. drop six points from last year. He was a 96 in Madden 20. So well, he, I think he that was six. too high, too, and it clearly was based on his performance. It was definitely, I mean, 96 is like, I mean, I mean, we saw, I mean, you know, Tom had a good line, not great receivers. He had a, he had a great defense and uh, I don't think he was deserving of the 96. I feel like it's just more of a name thing at this point. Yeah. This is his lowest rating since the early 2000s too. So I mean, yeah. So when you look at the spectrum of Tom Brady, I mean, are you really going to drop him more than six points? 
No, I get I mean, that, just, but like, I mean, he's just to me, he's just not a top five or top ten quarterback anymore. Yeah, I just to me, yeah. like Madden is there is nothing team wise that should affect your Madden rating. A Madden rating is one hundred percent individual talent skill. You know, it's and it's not even it's broken down by an individual skill. You know, like you could have a higher rating in running and it and it bumps up the average. You know, it, yeah. the overall rating is an average. And to just sit there and say that on an individual talent basis, Tom Brady on average is better than Aaron Rodgers. There's just no evidence to support that statement. Yeah, this. No. Yeah, I mean, right now, yeah, he's just yes, right now, obviously more talented. I mean probably always was in the talent department like when you bring in the running into it like watson like watson can run really well yeah watson should be at least a 90 that that's a joke that he's only an 86 yeah i'm just interested in deshaun watson this year i i just want to see what he does because you you know you get rid of hopkins you bring in david johnson so he's got a running back now who knows if he'll be healthy you got brandon cooks who's if he's healthy he's pretty good you got Will Fuller, you got Kenny Stills, you got Randall Cobb. You have a nice quad of receivers. You just but losing Hopkins is obviously a huge blow. So I'm interested in the Texans right now because I feel like everyone's fading the Texans this year. Uh, he, I mean, if he can have a really good year if they can win nine, ten games and win the division or make the playoffs. I think it'll be a little reminiscent of what Russell Wilson the last last three to four years has been doing ever since they broke up the Legion of Boom and you know really gave him you know nothing. His best receiver for a couple of years was like Tyre Lockett before he was was even good. I'm intrigued by him this year. I I, I do have them at seven and nine, eight and eight. I think. Yeah, I mean they they only really their only competition in the division for me is the is the uh, Colts. I don't really like the the Titans this year. Really, I have the Titans winning the division. I have the. Titans. I just think they're another you know nine and seven team. And maybe I'll be eating my well, words. Well, they've been nine and seven in the last three years, so you'd be right on par there. Yeah, uh, but so like the, the they were nine and seven. They were. I mean, the the conventional wisdom says they're going to be better based on the fact that they were so good with with Tannehill and they endured a terrible start with with Mariota. So that's the conventional wisdom yeah, says with I mean, Tannehill I, I have a full them as year. A nine and seven, ten, nine to ten win team. I do. I I have them as a nine. I have over eight and a half with someone I've, or over eight and over with Tony. I, I, I do not think, I'd be shocked if they won below eight games. Yeah, that's fair. I, 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 just, I don't see it, you, you know. know. But, I, and then I do think the Colts are definitely, the Colts are another team right around there. They got that O-line. They drafted Jonathan Taylor. You drafted Michael Pittman from USC. Uh, you still got Marlon Mack. What? I think the Colts could win 10, 11 games. I think they could too, and it all depends on Rivers. Yeah, I mean, I mean if, what if they, Rivers won, is as bad as how many he was did they last win last year? The the who the Colts? Yeah, I want to say they went seven and nine. I think that's what they did too. But yeah, I mean, I I think a te- that team made the most improvements in the division. I think they have the highest ceiling out of any team in that division. Yeah, yeah, they were seven and nine. Yeah, all right, because the, the Texans won the, the division at ten and six. Yeah. Oh wait, who? The Texans. They won at ten and six. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say because yeah, because you look at the additions they've made. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, I think, is gonna be an absolute stud. Pittman and Hilton is basically an addition. He only played like six or like seven or eight games. 
if you get a healthy T.Y. with a legit number two, um, you got Doyle as your tight end. You got Mack as our RB2 now. He won't be having as much, much carries. You have a good receiving back in Naheem Hines, very good third down back. You have a good a defense that was very banged up last year. It's very young and good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think they are have a ceiling of 10, 11 wins. Um, I think I have them at 8 or 9 right now. Last time I did my standings like a month ago or so, but they're they're one of those teams I could go really with Philip Rivers because Philip Rivers is the Philip Rivers of two years ago. Oh, they're an eleven win team. Philip Rivers is how he was last year. They're not seeing five hundred. I mean, Philip Rivers yeah. legitimately could not throw a ball more than twenty yards downfield with any accuracy. He would just dart it to Austin Eckler every Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen every every two plays. Oh, here you go, here you go. You just throw it four yards, and anything downfield, like to Mike Williams, was was literally just a duck. Uh, it'd just be a gift for the free safety. Yeah, I mean, River, they'll take them as far. They'll go as far as Rivers can take them. Yeah, I don't know how better than Brisket too. The Brisket, so yeah, he he took a big downturn. Yeah, I, I was a little higher yeah. on him than he than he performed, and he he didn't have a ton of help. I mean, he, he you know with Hilton out, I mean, you're looking at not much. I mean, they had. And he he didn't know he was going to be the starter until the middle of August. So I mean, he kind of I, I feel like he was uh, he was preparing to be a backup for the year. I mean, barring Andrew yeah. Luck getting hurt, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, you're going to be the starting quarterback on a new team. Good luck. Yeah, but yeah, no, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how the NFL. Uh, plays out if it plays out this year fingers crossed and i think we need to keep our fingers crossed for the nba at this point too because these guys are already fucking things up we got one guy getting delivery food breaking the bubble to go pick up delivery food has to go quarantine for 10 days we got guys trying to sneak girls in already um what's her name on twitter um ugly anna who is not ugly at all she is fine as hell and she is saying she already got invited into the bubble within like the first three days of them being here okay yeah. where do we want to start here because i have i think i know who invited her who <laughs> let's hear it my money's on jr smith <laughs> my money's on jr smith uh you know once this came out lebron went to jr gave him that look he did after jr didn't got the rebound and didn't know the game that, that they were tied and said, Jr., you better not be inviting girls and risking my championship. I will get you off this team as quick as I got Dwight Howard back here. Do you see the the sleeper pick for who invited her? Who? She's got a uh, picture on her Instagram with a certain NBA coach who coaches down in New Orleans named Alvin Gentry. No way. <laughs> That yeah. would be all time. <laughs> imagine, imagine Alvin, Alvin Gentry is like the one. Yeah, imagine he's the one fucking taking down the bubble. That'd make me love him even more. I don't know why. I really like Alvin Gentry. I think he's a pretty good coach. That would take my love for him. My liking to him would be to a level of lovehood. I mean, that is just so boss if it is him. I was just thinking so many like young coaches. I'm like. I'm like, who's it going to be? Uh, I'm like, you know, it can't be any of the old guys. Maybe It can't be a Brad Stevens. He's too dorky. He's married. Who's young and single? And I, oh, Alvin. Alvin Gentry. And then, and now, and now what's worse? That or trying to do the pickup for the delivery? 
Uh, uh, I to me, the, the girl is the delivery's got to me. The delivery's less worse because that seems like it could be more of a genuine mistake. The, the inviting the girl, you're knowingly trying to burn the world down. Yes. Yeah, you're breaking one of, like, the cardinal rules of this bubble. Yeah, like, yeah. you're bringing a person in. Going to pick up delivery food at the edge of where you can be is one thing. Like, you fucked the up. Guy, okay, the Uber guy was probably just like, man, I'm tripping right now. I can't find where you're at. And he's like, oh, oh word? He's like, oh, word, I'll come through? He's like, wait, you're yeah, by, I'll, I'll come. You buy the ball at Epcot? No, I'm not by the fucking ball at Epcot. I'm at the he's Magic like, oh, Kingdom, bitch. I'll meet you. I'll meet, <laughs> I, I'll meet I, you I at wonder, the fucking castle. I wonder how far he actually went over the line. Because the way they formed the tweet, it was almost like this dude crossed like a line by like a foot. And then they were like, nope, the alarm went off. And they, they just like kicked him out because they were like, he broke the line. He broke broke the border and he has to quarantine now. Like they just He's made walking it, back with like his know, like, like crunch wrap like, and his like, yeah. his like Doritos taco. <laughs> Yeah, did he go he, to Magic Kingdom or was he like at Animal Kingdom with like fucking animals? Exactly. Like, like if uh, he's, yeah. I need to know. I need to know if he walked like twenty feet to the security gate, like past the line, or if this dude went to like another parking lot or hotel to get the food. You know, there to me that's a big difference, and it, it was a detail that was not shared. But the the girl thing, we we called that like a month ago. We did, yeah, yeah. We were talking about these guys are too horny to be uh yeah to be not inviting girls, and they're in Florida, which I literally this Florida thing, like I said it before, Florida was like too loosey goosey with this shit. It was gonna cause problems, and now they're down there and literally they're having think about it, they're having a sports league play in the epicenter of the world coronavirus pandemic. Like, Florida is the fifth yep. worst place in the world right now. It just it's, has a recipe so for disaster. Like, I, I, at the time, Florida was very good. It was in a very good, um, you know, spot with corona. It was very, I don't know, safe. And, um, you know, it doesn't take a genius to see, though, how little they cared and how little precaution they cared with looking at the beaches and the lack of people wearing masks and thinking, oh, well, Maybe we should have a backup plan in case, you know, there's a spike due to people just genuinely not care, caring as much as Jay Cutler in his relationship. So, um, but no, they, they, they didn't have a backup plan. So now this, this in theory, if it is a true bubble, could very well work. But if it doesn't, and I don't really think it will, because we have people having food, all these infractions we've already said, and... Oh man, I, I just recipe for disaster. It hasn't even started yet. We got like, three weeks before we're actually playing games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Odds. Okay. Odds we see any NBA games this year because what? It's been like less than a week since they've been there. Oh, I and think so we'll, far say, it is not going well. <laughs> odds we see any games? I'll say ninety-six percent. Yeah, I was gonna say ninety, ninety-five percent. We see the the season starts, but. Finishing? Odds we finish? Odds we odds we finish or odds we finish on time are two different things. Odds we finish on time, I'll say thirty-three percent. I'll go higher. I think that's okay. a fifty-fifty chance. I I think once we actually get nice it. Once we actually get into playing games and players are forced to focus on playing basketball and you know what each game means and what the players because 
you got eight games. Like a lot of these guys are fighting for uh, playoff team or playoff spots and playoff seating, and you know it's it's going to be get real serious real quick. Right now, they're basically like practicing on vacation. You know, they're they're yeah. practicing once a day, playing eight hours of Call of Duty at night, and running around Disney World doing whatever. You know. Or within what the about bubble. these? Uh, what about the, the? They had that that party with the DJs, and the only person that showed up was Dwight Howard. <laughs> That's amazing. I, Dwight's I, just trying to dance, man. <laughs> yeah, do we, is he? I asked on Instagram, is he like the coolest or is he the lamest for being the only one that showed up? I think he's the lamest. I think that's like everyone else was probably just shaking their heads, like Dwight, come on, like. Or they all imagine they all told him like, oh yeah yeah yeah, we're gonna we're, we're, we'll meet you down there. He's down there like thirty minutes go by. He's texting, no one's answering. He's like, Braun, you told me you were gonna meet me down here at seven thirty. It's eight forty five. Like, yeah, he's calling Braun. Braun, you promised you would dance with me if I came to the fucking bubble, and now I'm standing here alone. <laughs> yeah. Also, how about yeah. what a what a uh, uh, gut punch to the ego that's got to be for those DJs who are. Cause isn't it like big names? Isn't I, I think it was like Diplo and like Steve Aoki and Marshmallow. Yeah. Like those yeah. guys are used to performing in front of literally a hundred thousand people, and they all they got is Dwight. <laughs> they couldn't, they couldn't get he, any NBA players to come. He equals like four people, so I guess it's better than just one normal person. I guess one Dwight Howard is better than like three of me. Curveball, what if it was one of the DJs who invited the girl? Oh. Oh. All right, so the DJs. I mean, those guys. How does that work? Like, are the DJs there throughout the whole thing? They're like, hey, 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 Skrillex, we'll pay you you, uh, 200 grand to come stay here for four months. Yeah, that also just seems like a a really big waste of money. Like, you could have just, like, put an iPod on. You know, yeah, or ch- exactly. chances Dwight was trying to bang one of the DJs. Oh. <laughs> 93%. Oh, I was going to say over under 67% or 69. Over, and, over, and over, over, well over. Hammering that over. Oh, man. Hammering like, I just found over. it weird. I just found it weird that there's that, like, granted, if I was in there, Hell yeah, I'm going. I'm partying with the DJs, and I'm not as big in TDM as I used to be. I'm going. I mean, I'm in a bubble. I haven't got no women. The food doesn't look great, apparently. I'm in the greatest place on earth, and it's not the greatest place on earth right now. The whole state is a disaster. The country is borderline a disaster. And I got three, like, pretty good DJs. Yeah, I'm going to go, but, like, Dwight's the only one that goes. Something doesn't add up. There's some Disney World employee out there making money hand over foot selling weed to these guys somewhere in the yeah. park oh yeah oh somewhere yeah, i don't know sure. who yeah, it is because they but, they have to be smoking yeah there's some guy in it's a valet parker or you know head of security there's some motherfucker that's making bank selling these guys an NBA player that's got to be like i mean really high up on your list like we know how much nba players smoke it's yeah. no secret to anyone part of their lifestyle not gonna knock it for them at all i mean yeah some no tells objections me here with that no objections but but how are they gonna get it they have to be smoking it i mean you could argue that's that's probably way worse than the no girls yeah i, I mean i would assume so i mean if i was them i would what am i choosing i'm probably choosing the weed 
<laughs> all right we're good then. um yeah no i i would i bet you just walk around that campus and it just smells like weed at all times i also wonder if like maybe they maybe they just were like hey aaron gordon like give us your local guy we need you to pick up you know 50 pounds that's where it's like drive it over so like orlando is literally in their backyard and for the miami heat it's like Pretty close to where they normally are. Same with Atlanta. Is there going to be any? That's got to like, be worse. That's got to be worse. Being that close for the guys in Orlando, being that close to your actual home, but you still have to stay in this damn hotel. Yeah, that's not ideal. It's like a staycation. Yeah, I, get, I would not. I would not want that. I know my Heat are just ready to roll. We got Jimmy Butler. He's just. I know he's probably just. Yelling at teammates. He's Tyler Hero, back healthy right now. Myers Leonard, whatever he's worth, he's healthy. I'm excited for my heat right now. I don't know. Because I, I completely forgot about the end. We all come here like, you know. And, 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 and Tom, you got a dog in the fight more so than me probably. Yeah, honestly, I think they – I really think they stand a good chance. Kemba is dealing with a little knee discomfort right now. So they're taking it easy on him. Um, he's doing like shoot arounds and whatnot, but he didn't practice. What? What, what uh, is wrong with him? How does that? How is that possible? How, how? Why? Why is his knee an issue? Yeah. How are they? I don't injuries? know. I guess he. I guess he tweaked it or something. He must have been not in one doing of the shit. First practices. He must have been not doing shit, and then he came back to the first practice, like you said, and he just wasn't in shape, or he, he wasn't used to running or something. At least, he, I mean, he's got to play, obviously, because they're on the top. What are they? Are they the two seed? Three seed. Three seed, Toronto. Yeah, I don't think they I don't think they can even get the two seed. I don't think it's possible. I think it's possible, but I don't, like, think there's an actual well, possibility that it happens. Seed. Oh, I'd love to play I now. Think... Victor Oladipo might play. I don't really – he might play. He's, like, might go in and out. And... I think uh... – I think they stand a real good chance of at least uh, getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, let's see how the Bucks keep it going. The Bucks had so much momentum that I think this helps everyone else in the East other than them. I mean, a couple months away, it changes everything. And I think the Celtics needed needed that break to have a refresher. Everyone's back and healthy. They all seem to be, you know, really focused. So, And, you know, obviously – the biggest part is Tatum has so much to prove right now because he's going into a contract year. So this is really, I mean, they don't make it. He, he goes out and has a dud of a playoff run. They get bounced in the first round. That's really going to hurt him going forward. So yeah, I think right he's now got they a lot play to the prove. Sixers. Jason right Tatum. Play the Sixers let's, let's face it. We have the fucking Sixers number. Like I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm no, not yeah, really worried about the Sixers. Like, Jason Tatum could average literally two points a game, and he's still going to expect a max contract. Yeah, and someone will give it to him, but I'm just hoping he goes out there and earns it with the Celtics because if there's a situation where we lose him, I'm really going to – I'm going to contemplate my um, fandom of the Celtics. I think the the Lakers – much can be said of the Lakers. They had such momentum beating – they beat the Bucs convincingly, the Clippers. The Lakers were on fire, and I think they they were 100 – they were – it was going to be either them or the Bucks for me picking the title. I wasn't really a Clipper believer, and now you lose Rondo short term though, so I don't think that's that big. You kill, you break the momentum up. You lose um, Avery Bradley, a three and D player. So the Lakers, they, they definitely—I don't know if they've taken a hit, but that, that momentum 
Like, I don't, I don't agree with Colin Coward saying they're not in the play, the championship bubble. It's not a championship team. I, I don't agree with that at all. I mean, you pair LeBron with Anthony Davis. I mean, something special can happen. LeBron's, I don't think LeBron's ever played with a player as good as, Anthony Davis right now is better than Wade ever was on the Heat. And I'm the biggest Heat, Heat Wade guy. I, I, maybe there's no, oh, there's yeah. first year. Bosch. There's no Bosch, though. There's no Bosch. No, I know, but but I I know there's no there's no third star, but but still I'm saying Anthony Davis. Yeah, and I, I don't even know if we've seen Davis the best is- of Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis could have a could have forty point forty twenty games in the playoffs. He's capable of things. He's capable of taking over games. He, what I'm trying to say is when LeBron goes to the bench, there are times where Wade and Bosch and not as much on the Heat, but there, there were, ex- especially with Cleveland, where like just you just couldn't get a bucket. You couldn't have him on the bench. He had to play 46 minutes every every finals or conference game. He was playing 46, 47 minutes. Literally, I looked at the minutes the other day. Now he can, you can play through Anthony Davis. You can you can ha- have LeBron take three minutes of rest here and say Anthony Davis, go get us. Two to three buckets right here, and hold and hold off the stampede. That's what I, I mean. Is it's not going to fall all apart when LeBron's off off the floor. I think that had a play in him leaving Cleveland. Obviously, a million things went into oh, it, yeah, but dude. him looking at that and like, listen, I'm going into the twilight years of my career. I need. I know. I know he went to the Lakers when they didn't have a lot. They had assets. They had young assets, but they didn't have another star. But we no knew they were getting someone. We knew they were getting a PG, a Kawhi. They had, they were all positioned for it. He, so. he was going to a place that could get one of those guys. There's no chance Cleveland gets one of those guys. And they had young talent. And and if they didn't, they had the young talent. They had Brandon Ingram. They had Lonzo. They had they had a lot of pieces. They had Kuzma. They had a lot of young pieces who were either going to develop like they did, or going to be traded. So, I mean, Kevin Love might be the best player the Cavaliers have traded for in franchise history. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like like LeBron, like I said, like 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 he was just tired, like literally just. I mean, you're playing hundreds over a hundred games every year, and you're having to play over forty five minutes in these games. There was one game where I think he was like thirty seconds, or or it was like the last fifteen seconds of the game that he missed, and it was just because they had a game one already. I mean, playing near full games at his age. And when you go off and you're up three, then you're down three. When you come back in, it's just deflating. It's just yeah, deflating. It's I, I, so I, I think it definitely hurts them. Um, well, it'll be interesting. And then we got, you know, we got Westbrook, who's got the corona. So that, yeah, that's gonna take him right to the start of the season, like right before. You know what? I, I don't. Maybe he he tested positive. You know, a, a couple days before he announced it, but he announced it 14 days before, 15 days before the start of the season. So that's going to take him right up to the start. No yeah. practicing, nothing. Um, and you know, regardless of how you feel or how many how your symptoms are with COVID, you're not doing you're not working out you're not doing like ac- athletic activity you're even if you have no symptoms they're not allowed to even yeah they're not telling you to go like live your normal life you should still be sitting at home on a couch you know your immune system doesn't need to take needs all the energy it can get it doesn't need it to be taken out in the weight room in the gym 
So I just that, think the Rockets are. I, I mean, I've believed in the Rockets in years past. I think the Rockets are not. I mean, not better with Russell Westbrook. Once they traded away Capella for basically a bag of a bag of baked lays, I was just like, you know. Yeah, they had Robert one year. They had they had one year. They they had a one year window and they and they blew it. They got very. They did get very unlucky with the Chris Paul injury. That was that was brutal. I mean, if Chris Paul isn't getting injured, like they they're gonna win one of those two games. I I'm pretty sure. And they went 0 of 27 at one point from three, when the game you missed. Yeah. Like that's historically <laughs> bad. Yeah. I mean, so I just have no th- faith in the Rockets. I think they could eat. They could be anywhere from the three to the seven seed, depending on how they do at the same gate eight game stretch. Um, depending on the matchup, I very well see them getting bounced in the first round. Um, I think if they get to the second round, that's probably as good as they'll get. If they got to the conference finals, I would be shocked. I would, I would probably have to tip my cap to Russell Westbrook because I looked at this team and the lack of size and James Harden, Garden Ford fives. I just don't see it. I don't think, I think the Lakers, the Nuggets, the Clippers, I think the Jazz. I think those four teams are all better, and then I think the Thunder can beat them. We know who they say. Yeah, and then I think Dallas can beat them, but probably Plus, having Chris Paul on the other side of that, knowing exactly what Houston does and how they play, that's a guy as smart as Chris Paul. That's invaluable. Like you can't measure how much that means on the other side of the floor. And if you think that like they're just changing up what they do. Because Chris Paul's like Chris Paul knows all their moves. They're not D'Antoni's not sneaking in anything extra, and if it is, it's not some groundbreaking difference that's going to change the the way they play or alter the course of the game in some massive amount. Especially in a seven game series, you know, you can only hide yeah. so much. Yeah, D'Antoni's and, not a. Uh, I don't. I look. I don't think he's a terrible coach. I don't think he's an elite coach. Somewhere in the middle. But he's he's not he's not a guy that's gonna draw up insane plays and uh, and get you out of tough situations and and just bring on new things and just no he just relies on Harden. Yeah, this is a this Rockets team is a worse version of his mid two thousand Suns teams. It's a less talented yeah. version. It's just you know yeah. not not much defense, just not a ton of size, just the shooters and just ball handlers. Three, yeah. and, you know, couple three and D players. They don't. Yeah. He might not even come back next year, D'Antoni. He's on. A, he's a lame duck coach. I don't think he will. I mean, how how can you bring him back? I mean, you tried it. You tr- like you can fault the Rockets on many things, but they tried. They went for the Warriors. They said, "What's his name?" The owner. He said they were obsessed with the Warriors. They really were. They tried all they could. They tried James Harden and shooters. They tried James Harden and Russell Westbrook. They tried James Harden and Russell Westbrook and and no big. I mean, they've they've tried it all. I mean, you're playing PJ Tucker at center some games. Yeah, you're, they really have gone through it. PJ Tucker on the Kevin Durant's of the. I mean, what what else can you try? I won. Like, when is Harden's contract up? Uh, I think he's got or two, he, three years left. Um, if James Harden retires fine, right now, is he a Hall of Famer? Yeah, on the cusp, I think. I think, I think he like, is right just, just yeah. because of the way the game is. is played today. Threes and I mean like and like I feel like he just would be regardless if he deserves it. Let me put it this way: there are far less talented players in the Hall of Fame than tra- than than uh, James Harden. That's true. Far less. Yeah, talented. he's got he's got three more years on his deal. Yeah, 
By that time, he'll be washed, said he. Yeah, he'll be at, what, 34, 35? He's 31 now, I think. 30 or 31. Yeah. I mean, he made – he's 30. And he – so after that, he'll have 12 years in the league. I mean, he he made $171 million on this contract, so. I mean, he'll get another contract, don't get me wrong, and he'll get paid for sure. Um, I He'll just – I mean, his defense is going to get worse. I mean, he'll still probably be able to shoot, but he'll just – everything he is will just be worse. So he's got about Russell Westbrook? Russell Westbrook. I can't say the, fuck, the name. Russell Westbrook, he retires. He's a Hall of Famer for sure, I'd say. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just based off of that triple-double season alone, he's a Hall of Famer. He's done it twice now. Yeah, he did yeah, last year. Yeah, that's true. But the year, the year he broke Robertson's record – yeah. I mean, you have 40-something triple-doubles in a season. You average a triple-double in multiple seasons. I, I mean, he signed. So him and him and uh, Harden become free agents the same year. And they both have player options in 2022-23. And they both make $47 million that year. That's fucking crazy. They'll both opt out. 90, $94 million of the Rockets cap space that year is those two players. It's crazy. If I'm Houston, I trade them both. That yeah, year, but who are you gonna get to take on that forty-seven million? You don't. You get them to take it on for a half a year, or a year. In two years, yeah. I trade both of them. To me, you're you're shedding that cap. You live in a desirable city that doesn't have income tax and has proven they can build a winner. A GM that's proven he can build a winner, and you you pile up some assets. You get. You're going to get at least one all-star in return for each of them. It's going to be a downgrade, obviously, for what Westbrook was. But let's say you go from a James Harden to a, a DeMar DeRozan type, like that type of drop-off, that that area of drop-off. And then you and then you get a first-round pick with it, you know? Do what you can, Daryl Morey slinging. You know, Daryl Morey knows how to make some deals. He he knows how to sling sling some picks and some players. So if I'm him, I, I trade them both and get a first-round pick, a role player, or a young player and and a, a lower tier all star and we go back to work. You know, you could yeah. you'll have one year probably of down, you know, 40, 45 wins. And then you'll be able to make some more moves as the time as you know, you, you progress and keep going. And that's you, it. You hope to get a, um, a team with a lot of young, talented players that, you know, has some that are expendable, whether it be like the Nets recently, the Lakers recently, and they're just eager. Maybe it's a team that isn't run that well. Uh, a Hawks, you know, that eager to get a star to complement the young players they have. Yeah. And they, you know, they give you a bone. You know, you get more than you thought you would. You know, you I'm sure team. about that time, Steve Mills will be hired again as the Knicks president. He'll be looking to trade for a 34-year-old James Harden that makes $87 million a year. So they've always yeah. got that to fall back on. Uh, no, because if you if you hang on to those guys and you let let's say you sign them to another contract, another four year deal, that's gonna put you're gonna be terrible. You got to honor that contract one because no one's gonna fucking trade for it, and you're just gonna be sitting there watching a declining Westbrook and Harden. Westbrook, whose entire game is based off speed and athleticism, is gonna be shot once he can't. Once yeah. you can't do any of that, it's, it honestly is pretty depressing if you're a Rockets fan right now. You really are looking. You're yeah, just, it's, it's grim. You're gonna like, you're like every at, year, like their 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 chances to win it all right now. I don't know what it is. It's probably higher than I give them. It's probably like four percent or something. It, maybe it's five. Maybe it's three. But every year, it's just gonna go slowly, less and less. Yeah, 
And they're uh, and, and, until they just literally don't have a chance. I mean, they're the sixth seed right now. They could. I th- I think they're the fifth seed. Yeah, they're the sixth seed, and they could conceivably be the seventh seed if they. They're a game and a half out of the seventh seed. So like, you you could play the Clippers in the first round. You could like lose in four or five games. Oh, easily. And if you get swept in the first round, like D'Antoni, you're done. Like everything's. Everything's up in the air at that point. Like, like they're reassessing everything. Uh, whatever they, I'm, I'm not saying they'll trade Harden, but they're gonna reassess everything, or at least I would, because Daniel Daryl Morey doesn't. He's sick of fucking not winning and not getting to the finals, let alone getting swept in the first round. So, I mean, who knows? Russell Westbrook, for what it's worth, he was figuring out how to play after 12 years in the league. Finally, he was slowing down on his three-point shooting, and he was driving and passing, and he was playing smart. The last month or two, he really was playing much smarter. He went from taking like five threes a game to like two and a half threes a game. That's where he needs to be at. Yeah, especially with Harden. Under but, yeah, um, you already have shooters, so it's just stupid. Yeah, would you, would you have 38, 39% or 26%? Like, duh. Yeah, obviously. But um, yeah, that is going to wrap it up for this week. We will be back next week, and next week is the week of baseball. We're going to have actual, meaningful, regular season baseball games being played next week. I can't wait. We're going to be one step closer to the NBA starting up. Uh, Maybe some more movement in hockey. Maybe some more news in football. But we will talk about that next week. For now, go follow us on all the socials at Bleacher Banter and at Bleacher Fan. Go to BleacherFan.com. Check out our store. We got a ton of good merch in there. And then uh, subscribe to the podcast. Please give us a rating. Anything you can do to help us would be greatly appreciated. And we will be back next week.